Amen. Amen and amen. Welcome to the Christian Talk Show, episode number 12. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome, Pastor Caesar. Can you hear us? Yes, sir, I can. Thank you so very much. So happy to be here. Excited. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We we are definitely blessed by the Almighty and we thank him for all that he's doing. Amen. For he is greatly to be praised. He is and he is. And you know, Pastor, today or tonight is going to be a special episode. We have a lot of issues or topics to cover, which I think our 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 uh, our audience would be very happy to hear 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 about today, Pastor. What do you think? Amen. I I believe that, and I pray so, and that's our our desire that uh, people are being fed and that people are understanding God's word, and our listening audience is very very special. To God and very very special to us as well. So we're we're just happy that uh, they're all joining us. Amen. Amen. Amen, sir. You know, you know, Pastor, um, the show is growing. I mean, if I look at uh, our YouTube and I look at um, some of the data that comes back, we're blessing individuals, Pastor. It's touching Amen. lives, Pastor. How, wh- wh- what's your take on that, Pastor? Because I know we haven't met any of these any of these individuals yet, but what's your take on how God's moving through our lives uh, using this? You know, the Lord commanded us, right? He, he gave us the great commission to make disciples of all the world. So we can't always uh, do that financially, you know, uh, be traveling all over the world. And because of time and with COVID and finances and all that kind of stuff, you know, you can't be everywhere at once, but through this podcast i mean uh through this radio show it's incredible the amount of people that can be reached and reached all across the country all around the world and people can actually be touched and people can actually receive and and learn and and experience things uh that you know maybe you've been through that i've been through where where god has taken us at different points in our lives and that people can receive and be blessed by it I mean, only God can do that, and it, it's so amazing and it's so wonderful, and I'm so grateful to him. Amen. Amen, Pastor. You know, God is doing it all. I mean, it's, it's his children, it's his word, it's his ministry, and we give God all the glory and all the honor. Amen, Pastor. Amen. Amen. For he is worthy to be praised. He sure is. He sure is. That's right. Yeah. You know, Pastor, before we get started, before we get started, because, you know, we got to fasten the seatbelts because I know you have a lot to talk about tonight. Amen. But before we get started, can you give us an open? Yes, sir, of course. Father God in heaven, we come before you again and we thank you for giving us even another breath of life, Father God, that we would be able to worship, praise you, adore you and speak about you, Father God. We pray, Father God, that you prepare everyone's heart, Father, that they would be able to hear the words, Father God, internalize them and apply them in their lives, Father. We are just so thankful for the work that you are doing, not only in our ministry, but in your people, Father God. We thank you. We praise you. We bless your glorious and holy name. In Jesus' name, 
Everyone said amen and amen. Amen, Pastor. Amen and amen. You know, Pastor, the word of God gives us strength. It gives us the strength or or it gives us the the know-how or the impotence that God is standing with us every single day and every single minute. But, Pastor, you know, there's times when the attack from, and, and, you know, we always blame the enemy, right? That's the first thing we always do as Christians, right, Pastor? Yes, yes, definitely. But but sometimes it's not the enemy. And through our own actions, we could be wounded. Yes. Have you ever been in a place? Have you ever seen someone wounded? And what did it look like? What what does that feel like? What what does that mean as a Christian? You know, there are many times where um I've been wounded. I'm sure there are many times where you've been wounded. Um, Many, many uh, of our listening audience, I'm sure all of them, as a matter of fact, have been wounded at some time or another, at some point or another. And uh, it's not a good feeling. Many times we feel alone. We feel discouraged. uh, We feel sad. We feel hurt. And it not only happens with people that are close to you, it happens with family members. It happens sometimes even in, in the very church, the people that you feel are, are supporting you or behind you or because they're godly people. Listen, we're, we're all flesh and blood and we do things and say things sometimes, sometimes intentional and sometimes not intentional. And it's, it's not a, a good feeling. I, I'll give you an example uh, of a time where I was, I was, uh, wounded pretty, pretty heavily. Um, we, we were in this, uh, particular church and we had been there for many, many years. And, um, one of the pastors, um, he was, he was, um, he was struggling through some things and, uh, he actually made a, a very out and out pass on my wife i mean literally put his hands around my wife and got uh, you know caught and my wife was just uh in complete shock uh it was so fast it happened she was serving in a green room and uh you know i was wounded because i really really loved this man and he had poured a lot into me and it 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 devastated me it devastated us we we trusted that couple he was married and uh, we trusted that couple very much. And we found out later that that, that had been going on with, with other women as well. So, uh, you know, of course, uh, God has a way of dealing with those things. And so does the ministry. Uh, but you feel wounded. But I'll tell you, I wasn't, we didn't even leave the church. A lot of people may think, well, how in the world could you not leave after something like that? Well, I wasn't there. My wife wasn't there. We weren't there for people. We were there for God. And certainly had the church condoned this or backed him up in this, that would have been a different issue. We would have definitely left. But 
that's not what happened. The church dealt with it. It dealt with it appropriately. And uh, we were able to move past that, you know. And then there have been times where uh, a family member says something that cuts you very, very deep. Or maybe even your spouse, you know, you're you're arguing about something, uh, you're you're you know upset, and they say something that hits so low below the belt, you you feel wounded. But we can't stay in that woundedness. We we can't give up, and and be so so hurt and disillusioned that we don't put our trust. In God, see, and a lot of people start putting their trust in men, and and I think that's where the problem is. We need to, even when we're wounded, we need to put our complete faith and trust in God. Amen. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right, sir. And and you know, uh, as always, the myself, including the listeners, appreciate when you share. Uh, personal experiences with with this audience right we really appreciate that sir so, amen amen I, I i i really feel like you know that's that's what we need to be uh you know as as pastors as christians as as uh leaders you know uh, ministers apostles prophets what have you i i think we really need to be transparent and honest because listen if if we're just making up stories uh you know then 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 what are we doing this for people need to know just like jesus went through real very real things and it was recorded it's not for us to be ashamed or for us to be uh, uh uh, what's the word uh, to be all private with this? Oh, no, no, no. Nobody can know about this. No, it needs to be spoken about. And some things are very, very personal. But if it can help even one person, if it can help any one of our listeners or people that we speak to and minister outside of this radio station, hey, then it's all worth it. That's that's kind of the way I see it, Mister Jermaine. No, no, and you're absolutely, you know, correct, Pastor. We need to be open and honest with our with our listeners, and then also with ourselves. Um, you know, when I look at the the scripture, Pastor, it brings me to Zechariah thirteen six, and that says in the English Standard Version. And if anyone asks him, "What are the wounds on your back?" he will say. The wounds I received in the house of my friends. Amen. Wow. Wow. You know, Pastor, because I I think the wounds that we receive, Pastor, and why we open ourselves to these wounds, and you can kind of dig into this a little bit, Pastor, but it's because we, we open ourselves to our families, our families and our friends. And, and when they contradict, when they go against us, when they go against the Holy Spirit, when they go against God, it wounds us. Is that right? Yes. Yes, it does. It wounds us, as a matter of fact, more deeply than somebody that you, you really don't know or is not that important to you. 
you know, uh, when, when it's somebody close, close, close to you, uh, think about like when, uh, Judas betrayed Jesus with a kiss. Yeah. Yeah. That's in front of everybody. Come on. Someone that should have been absolutely trusted. Somebody that was walking with the master, the greatest pastor. I'll tell you, it, it brings a knot to my throat, a lump to my throat. Just talking about it. What Jesus must have felt when Judas did this to him, turned him into sinful men. And Jesus knew he was going to have to suffer. And it was this man who wounded him. Yet Jesus allowed himself to be wounded for our transgressions. You know, and there's a scripture that I, I absolutely love that, that, that covers this. It's, it, it would be in Psalm 34, 18, where he says, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Because that's how we feel. We feel crushed in our spirits. And it's not a good place to be because many people have given up. Some have even ended their lives, literally, because they've been crushed in spirit. So it's definitely a, a dangerous place to be. Amen. You know, Pastor, um, <clears throat> you know, we talk, <clears throat> excuse me, we talk about our family. We talk about our friends uh, wounding us because we open ourselves up um, <clears throat> internally to a, to a special place or a secret sure. place. But yeah, what about them? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's, there's trust on the line, right? And if that trust broken is broken, then it opens, opens us up to these uh, wounds um, internally. Now, if we look at, say, a pastor, and, you know, you're going to a church, and, you know, you walk in, and the pastor didn't say hi to you, and folks right. get wounded. What's yes. Well, we have to keep in mind, I, I, I've run into that situation where, uh, you know, I, I've heard people, you know, oh, Pastor so-and-so didn't say hi to me this morning uh, when I went to church. And uh, that's it. I've had it. I'm leaving the church. And you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're, you're leaving the church because Pastor didn't say hi? And I think many times... We need to walk through those feelings and check for understanding or even misunderstandings, right? Because, listen, we need to put ourselves in, in another person's shoes. I, I, when, when this individual told me this, it's like, listen, pastor didn't say hi, but how do you know that they are not going through something themselves? How do you know that? They didn't just have to yesterday, uh, yesterday evening, or maybe this morning after service, they got to go perform a funeral. And this family member is really, really broken and it hurts them deeply. Or how do you know that they didn't have to counsel somebody at two or three in the morning? I've, I've had to do that as a pastor. 
two or three o'clock in the morning and and, and people, uh, you know, the, the 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 husband maybe is abusing the, the wife, hitting her. Uh, cops have been called, stuff broken all over the house and you get called on and, and your spirit is grieved and, and, and you feel for them because you know that they are wounded. Right. So you don't know what the pastor is going through. So to be wounded and offended over something that small is not correct. So we can't sit there and just feel wounded and hurt with every little thing that happens to us in life. We have to uh, grow, in essence, alligator skin. Right. Or like a turtle, you know, has a hard shell. Listen, you've got to be able to withstand things when you're in the kingdom of God. You've got to be able to stand up and, and, and be strong and, and count on the Lord's strength. You know, we can't just, like I say, because of something very small. Oh, you know, pastor didn't say hi to me or, oh, look at those, those three people in the corner uh, talking. I know they're talking about me. I just know it. No, you don't know it. And, and you're making assumptions and you're letting the enemy plant seed in your mind and in essence, molest your mind. And now you're all frustrated and wanting to leave the church and, and, and not even wanting to go to another church because you feel so hurt. Listen, we can't be that weak we cannot be we we need to really uh take a self inventory and look at ourselves and say okay am i being over dramatic here am i exaggerating am i maybe taking this a little bit too far we need to examine ourselves amen we can't just go with it so to speak you know because God loves each and every one of us. Even those that we may not sometimes be loving all that much, God loves them. In Jeremiah 31.3, he says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. So we need to be loving others as we love ourselves. Amen. Even you know, through our woundedness. No, you're absolutely right, Pastor. And, and and that's some of the 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 I guess the misconceptions about pastors, ministers, uh deacons, bishops, right? That they're right. so connected to God that they don't go through things. But if you remember, the right. Bible says Jesus quoted, it rains on the just and the unjust. That's right. So 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 the bishop or the pastor or the the priest the minister the deacon is not omitted or bifurcated from going through things and and, and you know and you bring up a such a such a good a good point pastor because even if that person that priest that rabbi the minister does it willingly knowingly you, you know what I mean, Pastor? Just they know yes. that they didn't say hi to whoever. Right. Romans 3.23. Romans 3.23. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's right. All, all of us. It doesn't matter who you are. Is, is, that, is that right, Pastor? <laughs> Absolutely right. Uh, that's why when the woman was uh, found in the very act of adultery and they were ready to stone her, 
What did Jesus say? Let any of you that is without sin cast the first stone. Yeah, cast the first stone. That's right. We don't read later in the scripture, and she was stoned to death. That's right. We have, right? We don't read that. We don't read, well, there was a few of the Pharisees or leaders, or there was a few in the crowd that threw and, and wounded her head, and, you know, she had a black guy. It doesn't say any of that. None of it. See, they all put the stone down because they were all with sin. And nobody could deny it. Nobody. Not one. The one that was there, Jesus, that said, where are your accusers? Well, they've all left. And neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Wow. That's, that's, that's amazing. An amazing account. You know? And you're right. We all fall short of the glory of God. So we can't say that we're better than anybody else, right? We have to forgive people just like God forgives us. Even when they were doing it to Jesus on purpose, when they were whipping him and putting the sword at his side and putting the nails on his feet and uh, on his wrists and, and uh, you know, the, 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 the thorns on his head spitting on him, laughing, mocking him, slapping him. And what did he say? Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? It, it is. It, it, it really is because... You know, um, when we read the scripture, it sounds so simplistic, but when you go yes. to apl apply it, that's where we run into difficulty, Pastor. Yes. That's where that's where the challenge or that's where the battle actually begins. And and you know, Pastor, being you know, you said forgive forgive them because they don't know they don't know what they do. And in John fifteen verse twelve, it says, "This is my commandment that you love one another." as I have loved you. It, you know, when we forget those things, Pastor, when we don't take reverence to what, what God or Jesus said to us, that's how we get lost. That's how the minutia takes, takes over and takes control of our minds. Is that right? Yes, yes, So the question is, what do we do? Then when, when, when we feel that, when we feel we are being taken over, when we feel wounded, when we feel hurt, when we feel upset, when we feel like giving up. Yeah, yeah, Pastor. No, I, 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 totally, I totally understand where, you, where you're going. Hey, Pastor, um, I think you may need to reposition um, your location because the phone was dropping off uh, in and out during, during that conversation. Um, so why oh, okay. you, you reposition yourself? Uh, we'll go ahead and move over to our next um, topic. And that next topic um, is going to be the power of pushing through. 
So, you know, sometimes when we get stuck in these situations, sometimes when we get find ourselves in these areas where we where where we're kind of pigeon held or the stronghold is so lean, I, I guess so so strongly against us, we find ourselves trying to push through. And in Psalms 44, verse 5, in the American Standard Version, it says, Though thee will we push down our adversaries, through thy name will we tread them under that rise up against. So we trample uh, against our foes. We rise up against our foes. We, we, we raise to a point. Of maturity where we where we're able to get strength and we can push through. Are you still with us, Pastor? Are you still out there? Okay. Yes, sir. So, <clears throat> so I'm as we're here. looking at pushing through, and we know that there's enemies that's gonna rise up against us, and sometimes adversaries out of nowhere. <clears throat> you're having a good day, you're having a good week, you're having a good month, you're having a good year, then all of a sudden COVID hits. You're having a good year, you're having a good week, you're having a good month, then all of a sudden um, the, the the Great Depression or the Great Recession, as we experienced in 2008, hits. How, yes. Pastor, in your, in, your, in your words, how do we depend on God? Because we've been praying, we've been fasting, we've been serving, we've been tithing. How do we depend on God in those circumstances? We have to know that we have to push through whatever situation. Listen, we can never, ever quit. I don't care how tired you are. I don't care how frustrated you are. I don't care how hurt you are, how wounded you are. You can never, ever quit. You have to keep pressing towards that mark. And that takes a, a, a dependency on God. It takes a, a, a discipline to do that, to push through. I, I, I had a, a friend who, who would always run, and he would run those 26.2-mile those marathons. And he would run, you know... Uh, five miles, nine miles, uh, you know, uh, 12 miles every day just uh, to, to get himself conditioned uh, to go through this uh, marathon. And when he would do the marathons, he would tell me, he says, you know, uh, at, at sometimes at uh, mile, you know, 22, at mile 18, 19, you know, he says you, you hit what is called the wall. He says you hit the wall and you feel like, you just cannot continue one more step. You feel exhausted. You, your, your whole body is aching and, and telling you to stop, that, that you can't go on. He says, and you have to push through that and push through it. It's a mental, uh, a, a mental game, in essence, that you play in your mind, you know, and don't quit and don't stop and come on. You, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. He says, and then once that happens, he says, you catch your second wind. And it's almost like you gain strength again and you're able to finish the marathon. 
Well, if that's in the natural, that obviously happens in the spiritual. There are times where we don't uh, we don't want to continue going to church. We don't want to continue listening to people that are pouring into our lives. We 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 don't want to hear about uh, you know uh, staying in the word or, or staying in the fight or you know. Um, uh, fasting or praying or we just don't want to hear it but that's what is necessary listen there have been times where i have not wanted to go to church because of some way i was feeling and i push myself through it and when i get there i realize the enemy was trying to rob me absolutely trying to rob me because that message that I heard that morning was exactly what I needed to hear that encouraged me, that lifted me up, that gave me strength, that gave me hope, that gave me joy, that gave me peace, all these things. But I would have been robbed of that had I stood in my what I call pity party. And we all have those. We all have our our pity parties. You ever you ever been there, Minister Jermaine? Oh, oh, in a pity yeah. Party? oh yeah. You know, and and what's so interesting about that is misery <laughs> loves. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I'll tell you. But even even when when we can put ourselves down, when we think uh, we are nobodies, or when we think. I, I I can't deal with this. I don't I don't have the strength. I, I don't have the courage. I'm afraid. Whatever it is, I've got a few scriptures here that 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 I think, you know, and, and this is the thing about knowing the word of God. If, right. if you count right. on his word, yes, sir. There's nothing that you can't get through. So in Ephesians 2:10 of the New Living Translation, it says, For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So his plans are for our good and they were planned long ago. That's right. In Matthew 28, 20, he says, I am with you always. So we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to feel alone. Right. If if, if you're feeling Oh, I don't have the strength. Listen, in Judges 6, 12, it says, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. He's calling us mighty warriors. And then in Psalm 91, when we're feeling uh, overwhelmed, in Psalm 91, 4, it says, under his wings, you will find refuge. So see, these scriptures are, are for encouragement. Therefore, uh, assurance, therefore, strength. See, we're not to cower before the fight that is facing us. Amen. I mean, if you look at there's 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 a, 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 a really nice uh, scripture that that I'd love to read, uh, Minister Germain, because this this really spoke to me um, uh, because you look at what a beautiful account of God's goodness that is found in Isaiah 43 verses 1 to 3. It says, but now, O Jacob, listen to the Lord who created you. O Israel, 
the one who formed you says, do not be afraid for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. What a beautiful, beautiful account of God's word to us. Amen. Yeah, absolutely. That is, that is, that is, you know, God's word is just so moving. It's sharper than a double-edged sword, Pastor. And, you know, when it, through those accounts, and although we have the word, Pastor, although we have the, the written word in our Bibles, because, you know, back in the day in Jesus' time or even the Old Testament, the Bibles was, were not as uh, prevalent or relevant as it is today. You had to be rich or you had to go to the, to the temple to, to, to read it and to hear it, actually. Right. Um, but, you know, Pastor... Sometimes we know the word. We've seen the word. We've written the word. We've given, we've given messages on the word. I mean, if we look at um, if we look at Israel, so it said his name was no longer Jacob, it's Israel. Right. And when God called him Israel, it's, it's prince with God. But when his son Joseph was missing, when the brothers came back and said, hey, you know, I have his coat. And they put, remember, they, they, they tried to fool him. They put the, the, the blood of, a, of an animal on his coat and said, here's his coat. Hey, Joseph is right. missing. Israel broke down. Israel, the one that was a deceiver, the one that had his name changed by God, forgot he no longer looked at himself as israel he rent his clothes right. he ripped his clothes and he cried uncontrollably and and his own children couldn't console him so pastor my question to you keeping that in mind what do you do where's the strength how do you pull it together when it all falls apart I think uh, one of the things, like like I was saying, because yes, we're we're flesh and blood, and and sometimes we we go through those challenges. Uh, and I think even though we've heard the word, we've quoted the word, you know, we've read the word. Listen, that's where not only are you asking and counting on God's strength, but you also, I, I think it's imperative, imperative to reach out to your brothers and sisters, a, 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 a minister, a pastor, a, a friend, a family member that, that you know is obviously 
you know, strong in, in the word of God and, 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 and that, that, you know, that individual has uh, kind of uh, what I like to say, a key to your heart that can open up and unlock and somebody that, that that's really trustworthy and, and, and knowledgeable in the things of the Lord. You, you have to do that. You have to surround yourself with those kinds of people because uh, it's, it's difficult. And, and you have to, I have found for me at least that when, when I'm transparent and honest, and can really open up uh, and, 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 and it's very few people. I can, I can count them probably on two or three fingers, <laughs> you know, um, but I'll tell you when, when I can open up to those individuals and allow them to pour into my life, what God has poured into them, what God may pour into them at that moment. Cause I'll tell you, there have been times where something is said and it could be one word. It could be one sentence it could be just a few words, and that's all you need. That's all you need. And before you know it, you're strengthened. You're encouraged. You're feeling bold again. You're feeling joy. You're feeling peace. You're feeling happiness. You're feeling strength many times by just, like I say, one word or or uh, one sentence or one one uh, scripture, one verse, one, one example, you know, like uh, you and I have had many conversations about things in our lives. And, you know, sometimes if, if I'm going uh, through something, I'm a little down or whatever, and, and I share something with you and you may, you may say something or quote something or, or give me an example on something that may just get me completely out of that funk out of that place where I'm at, you know, because it's like, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. I know this, or this makes sense or, or yes, thank you for that. Or, or you share, you know, I remember when I went through this or, you know, I remember when I was feeling this way or what have you and, and vice versa, iron sharpens iron, you know, and, and we have to allow God to pour his Holy spirit into us. And, we have to allow people that we trust and that we love and that we know that love God. We have to allow them to pour into us as well. Listen, because I'm a pastor doesn't mean that I only receive from, from pastors or only receive from apostles or prophets or deacons or no, listen, I'll receive from anybody who has something to teach me, you know, and God doesn't always call the prepared. He prepares the called. Amen. Sometimes they're very studious people, but sometimes they haven't studied like that and they can still give you a word of wisdom or knowledge or or something that would just shake you to the core. Come on, Pastor. Even people that you run into at a bus stop or at a Home Depot and, and, and you're feeling some kind of way and they come up to you and they're not any kind of a leader in the church or they're not any kind of pastor or whatever, but they truly love God and they listen to the Holy Spirit and they come up to you and they'll say, God 
told me this. God said this. And you were waiting for a, a, a confirmation and it's spot on. Or you're going through something really painful and they come up to you and say, you're experiencing this pain. There is somebody very sick in your family. But God said, this is not unto death. He is going to raise them up and they are going to live. And, and, and you just break and you know it's God. Hallelujah. I've been there. And it's a wonderful feeling when, when God uses one of his people that's open in their heart, in their spirit, to listen to him, to come encourage you. Amen? So there's knowing the word and, 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 and leaning on, on God, not on what we see, right? Not on what, what we see, not what, what, what is before us, but we start looking beyond that. In order to move to the other level, the next level, you have got to know who you are in Christ and who Christ is in you. Ooh, we were talking about it the other yeah. day. Yeah, that's right. That's what I was just, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> we were talking about that the other day. Listen, you've got to know who you are. And that's what the enemy wants to keep you from. That's, That's right. why all the distraction, all the minutia, all the problem, because it's like, I cannot allow this guy or girl to know who they are, because once they do, I'm in deep trouble How because they're going to start taking people from my kingdom. That's right. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen, Pastor. You, you, you know, Pastor, I'm, I'm feeling something happening right now. I, I, the Holy Amen. Spirit has taken over the talk show because I just came across First Corinthians, Pastor, chapter 16, verse 13. Paul wrote this, Pastor. Just take heed to this real quick. Hey, Be wow. on alert. Be on wow. alert, he said. I say it one more time. Be on alert. Stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. Amen. Powerful, Amen. Pastor. One more time, Pastor, because I know a lot of people out there. First yes. Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. Be on alert. Stand firm in the faith. Just like the pastor was saying, act like men. Be strong. It doesn't say you got to be a man. It doesn't say you got to be a woman. Act like men. Stand up. Be strong. What do you, what do you think about that, Pastor? Absolutely. Listen. You you ever see where uh, uh, you know uh, I don't know if this has ever happened to you in school. It's a definitely you know you, you see it in movies where there's you know three four five guys that come up and and, and gonna you know hit on somebody and and uh, you know in, in the physical fight you know you knock out the first the first person the guy with the biggest mouth the the big bully the one that that scares you to death and that's always picking on you and hitting on you and everybody else kind of steps away cuz it's like mm, I, and I don't want to mess with that guy either he knows martial arts or he's a real good street fighter or or maybe he just got a lucky punch on the biggest guy but that guy went to the floor and everybody else is like ooh I, I don't want to mess with him and then that bully has sudden respect for you Right. Well, listen, when you stand up and you're not afraid and you don't allow 
the enemy to have his way with you? And you know who, who your God is? That he's bigger than any of the problems that can possibly face you? And, and you rise up and you become that man or that woman that has that kind of power and strength. Listen, you're on a whole different level. You will see things you never imagined. You will see spirits. You'll be able to walk into a room and, and, and just see what's going on. Yeah. Have, you'll have discernment. I mean, it's it's incredible. Your very shadow will cause demons to run for Ooh. cover. Oh, wow, Pastor. Come on now. <laughs> they will run for cover. But you got to know who you are in Christ. See, because if you don't know who you are, the enemy's going to try to tell you who you are. Oh, you're you're this little thing that that can't affect me. Oh, hmm. I'm stronger and mm -hmm. tougher than you are. Hmm. Come on. Oh, you listen. I'm a I'm gonna throw this other problem on you. Oh, the financial problem wasn't enough. I, let me throw your marriage problems in there. Oh, that that didn't that didn't make you stumble. I, let let something happen to your kids. Let something happen to your car. Oh, you mm. just got into this this accident or the car broke down or, oh, let, let me get your job. Make sure that you don't have anything. And you, he'll come at you all kinds of ways. But if he sees that you're not moved, you're not shaken, you're not stirred. It's like, nah, I know who my God is. And you right now will cease to exist if you don't get out of my presence Ooh, in the wow. name of Jesus, amen. you will be in trouble. You will burn by the fire of the Holy Spirit. You will suffer pain if you don't leave my family and me alone in the name of Jesus. And right now, mm. I command, not well, I'm, I'm asking you, I That's command right. you. To Amen. lose my family. I command you to lose my finances. I Come command on, you. What it, what it, what it, hey, what, whatever is bound in heaven shall be bound on earth. Whatever is bound hey. on earth, right? Whatever shall be bound in heaven. That's right. That's right. Right? Whatever is loosened on earth will be loosed in heaven. Whatever is bound will be bound. So God has given us dominion. You and I were talking about that the other day. Over the whole earth and everything in it. That's right. So that means we don't have to be afraid. We don't That's have right. to cower. You know, but That's many right. times, and I've been there, you get knocked off. You get knocked off of, you know, the, the top of the, of the uh, pinnacle because you got frustrated or because you got upset. Or because, you know, uh, something happened in, in, in your finances or in your marriage or with your children or at your church or whatever. And now all of a sudden you're in that pity party. You're feeling bad and sad for yourself. And sometimes God will say, you know what? That's it. Enough is enough. Stop. And we're to listen to that and take heed of that. And not remain in that same ugly, dark place. So when God says, listen, I am for you and not against you. Let's go to the other side. Know that you are going to make it to the other side because he said. Amen.
Amen, Pastor. You know that that right there was a sermon. <laughs> that right there deserves a head clap. That right there was a sermon. Praise God. Thank you, I tell Jesus. you what, Pastor, that sums it all up. That puts it all Amen. together. The, the 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 battle, the battle, the strategy, Pastor. As as we wrap it up here, the strategy on the power to push through is the enemy's strategy of deception. The deception is you're, you're not capable. You're not worthy. Right. You can't do it. You don't have the power. But just like you said, Pastor, whatever is bound on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever is loose in heaven is loose on earth. Whatever you say, Pastor, however a person walks when they're in the word of God, when God is connected to them, it happens. Come on now. That's right. Prayer and staying connected to the most high is the most powerful thing. The most powerful communication a living being can have with the living God. And the devil knows, the enemy knows, they have to, they must disrupt it. What do you think, Pastor? Amen. Amen. And I'll tell you, this is this is very important for our listening audience. I'm not saying that being loud and being, uh, you know, uh, strong in church when 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 you hear preachers and apostles and prophets and and they're they're speaking loud and they're they're you know sweating up a storm. I'm not saying that that none of that is valid, but please please keep in mind, it's not about volume. It's about connection. Amen. It's about connection. That's what it's all about. Amen. And that pastor is our hour. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Wow. <laughs> Woo, pastor. <laughs> Amen. Hey, the, the, the spirit took over tonight, pastor, and it was powerful. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. That's, that's what we look for every time. We want the spirit to move. Amen. Amen. It, it, because it's not it's not us, Pastor. It's That's God's right. word. It's God's word. And he needs to take control. That's right. That's right. Amen. He does. And and when he does, you can feel the change in the atmosphere. You can it feel it. Yeah, it changes. Amen. Amen. 100%. 100%. You know, Pastor, before we close out, uh, do you have any closing remarks? Yes, if you find yourself in a place where right now you feel wounded, where you feel disillusioned, where you feel weak, where you feel like you're done, we want to pray for you. We want to make sure that you don't leave this radio program feeling the same way that you may have felt when you came in. We pray that God has already moved and already has spoken to you this evening. But those who may need just a little bit, a little bit more assurance or comfort or strength, I'd like to ask Minister Woodall to please pray for our listening audience. A amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, 
King of Kings, the Most High, Waymaker, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shalom, Creator, most powerful being in the universe. We come to you with thanksgiving and with praise. Bless your children. Give them the wisdom and knowledge of the Holy Spirit. Indwell in your children, Heavenly Father. Bless them and uplift them. Anoint them with your heavenly oil. Give them the strength above strengths. Give them the being of you. Let them see your Holy Spirit. Let them indwell in you. When they speak, they speak with your voice. When anyone sees you're one of your children, they see you. And as they see you, they're going to bless the rest of the children. They're going to bless the earth. They're going to bless the land where they walk. And it's all the glory belongs to you. Continue to stay with your children. Continue to speak to your children. Continue to uplift your children, Heavenly Father, and stay with them. These and all things we ask for in the powerful mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. Pastor. Amen. Ooh, I felt that. Yes, sir. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Hallelujah, Pastor. You know, I tell you, this is another exciting show, Pastor. And I know Amen. that we're blessing people and they're going to continue to log in and listen to more episodes as we continue this podcast. Any closing comments for your for the audience, Pastor? I just pray that you have a very blessed week. Don't forget to go to services tomorrow at your your favorite house of worship. And I pray that you would receive all that God has to give you all this week. Amen and amen. Amen. And just to let you know, we want you to remember that God loves you. And remember that you, you have, have the power. power. Amen. Amen.